Hey guys, welcome back to Happily Bored. Hello. Um, my name's Chuck, that's Jenna. And uh, last week was definitely not boring. We're still unpacking and processing the events. And we're working toward a more permanent resolution. Uh, we've got a better understanding where we're coming from and where each of us is coming from. However, we want to make sure we kind of reached an agreement of fully understanding what each of us are going to do to fully resolve it before talking about it, as Jen says, on air. <laughs> so otherwise, we'll end up just continuing arguing and being non-productive. So we're going to stay tuned to that next week. Um, but in the meantime, we still wanted to go ahead and you know, kind of share some stuff and spend some time together talking about things a little more lighthearted than yes. that whole discussion. <laughs> so a recap from last week, otherwise. Oh, um, last, last week. Last, last week, yes, was Wednesday. We did not do the Aikido with Alex because it was gorgeous outside when kids were actually wanting to go outside and play. So we left them alone. Yes. Um, Jenna's 75% clean on the loft, and then I can hang the TV for her. So we're going to do that. We do not have a non-voice version of the jingle, but I do have a tiny keyboard that will fit on my desk, and I've been feeling pretty creative with some music stuff. So, and otherwise, in the meantime, it's terrible. I know. <laughs> so, uh, we're going to definitely work on that. Now, the one topic for today that we're going to discuss is uh, religion, activism, politics, and your kids. Yep. And yep. whether they mix or not. Yeah. In our opinion. Right. So now, and that's the thing is also, obviously, this is all from our opinion. We've met people that are on all sides of the spectrum. Um, I've got that one moment. I got that one friend who I'm typing right now to my wife. Um, who yes. um, mm -hmm. Basically has no religious beliefs, has no political aspirations, and makes sure to degrade or talk shit about anybody who does. He's like atheist to the max. But beyond that, like, it's not just atheism. I think it's like... Yeah. Everything's terrible. It's always going to be terrible. Everybody should be miserable if he's miserable. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, okay, well, there's also <sighs> been issues where, like, you know... Uh, there is no line between parent and child. So the the kid basically runs the show and he's like, please like me. Yeah. <laughs> so. we, I know several people that way that I, I don't understand. I don't know. That's not, that's yeah, not why I had kids. I didn't have kids so I could have a friend. Yeah, we've actually had to tell Alex before, who do you think you are? You, uh, oh, you're the kid here, buddy. He did not like that. Oh, he did not like it. Especially when I was like, boy. He was like, don't call me boy. I was like, okay, so part of the uh, reason why we're bringing this, well, so that was their religion. Now, my background on religion is I was raised Lutheran. I was uh, raised Catholic. Uh, my mom was very much, um, you know, kind of looking for anybody who would kind of give her attention or whatever. So she, like, kind of fell in love with one of our pastors. Oh, my God. Um, and nothing came of it, but apparently the pastor was a womanizer and multiple women in church felt like he was, like, leading them on and stuff like that. It was not wow. good. And then um, later on, you know, my mom kind of apparently made out with a female pastor, which was 
All righty. It's very progressive. Yeah, right? <laughs> Who would have thought? So in any case, um, that's my background at church. Now, the thing is, is did I Did you still... guys go all the time? When we were little, we did go a lot more. I was in Sunday school and stuff like that. And then I did had you a do friend. like your first communion and your confirmation? Yeah. And... and I still have the little thing I got on my first communion with a picture of me in a blue suit. It was like a light <laughs> blue suit. So we did all that stuff. And we were, we had a religious background in our mind. But I always had a problem with it because I felt... I was dressing up for the people in the front row, which I said in the other week, not, you know, God knows who I am through and through. So why am I here to impress him? Right. And, um, I always felt like there are some people that need that daily affirmation in their life and they need to feel like God will take care of it for me and everything's okay. And I've seen the both ends of the spectrum where people then feel like, well, I don't have to really worry about anything because God's going to take care of it. Or, you know, um, I don't have to take responsibility for anything because I'm got one of God's children. He'll understand. You know, whatever. So I've kind of got a weird. I, I've seen. What do they say? I've seen how they mix the porridge or something like that. What's this phrase? Oh, I don't know. I don't know that one. I've seen how they make the cookies or something like that. <laughs> somebody somebody said something like that in the church council. Because I was on church council for the same church as an adult. The one that Jen and I actually got married in. Um, and the thing is that I've seen how they, yeah, how they make the gravy or something like that. Oh, okay. I don't know. The same, so, basically, I've seen behind the scenes. And it it's was like, a little Whoa. different for us. Um, I was baptized Catholic. And we went to church sometimes and then when it was time for me to do my first communion I had to go to all the classes and the lock-in things and do my first confession and that to me was very bizarre because the whole time they're telling me like you know um, they're teaching me about God and Jesus and the um saints and apostles and like all this stuff and then i'm supposed to go talk to this random dude and tell him everything i did wrong all week and then he's gonna say it's fine and i can just say a couple prayers and no one's gonna care anymore like that's awesome (laughs) um but it also felt weird like why can't i just pray at night and ask god like why do i have to go to this guy and and like why i don't know i didn't understand why there was like an intermediary So um, by the time I finished my first communion and all that, my parents had started having problems and then they got divorced. And then um, the people that were helping my mom go through it were actually um, uh, some neighbors and they went to a um, like a Pentecostal Christian type of a church, which was completely different from what we had been accustomed to. And so she just kind of threw herself into that because she felt accepted and as you know, in Catholic, you at that time, especially you can't be divorced. Um, but I don't know. It was just weird seeing all these different religions. And then we were, well, not all these different ones, but it just, it felt so radically different from what I had been accustomed to. And then we were constantly in church and constantly, you know, told to be doing this, that, and the other. And I don't know. It just never sat well with me. I never felt like I belonged in any church that I ever went to. 
Not because yeah. I felt like anybody was judging me or anything, just because I felt uncomfortable. Like, because everybody, I feel like they stand up there and they're like, it's a person, you're supposed to have a personal relationship with God and you're supposed to be spiritual and you're supposed to do this and you're supposed to pray. But then at the same time, I'm supposed to show up to this building and do it all in front of you all and have somebody else tell me what to do. Like, nobody's perfect. So why are you telling me, you know, how I should and shouldn't be living? I don't know. Yeah, I was. Um, Did I lose you? You haven't interrupted me once. <laughs> no, I was trying to fix my mic because I'm trying to figure out how much sound you were coming across on my side. But that's fine. Oh, well, that's nice. I'm so glad you were paying to... attention. No, I was paying attention. <laughs> Um, really? What did I say? That the <laughs> Pentecostal church was very much different than yours and that you've, you know, yeah. They're all different. Anyway. So the thing though is That's the, where I'm coming from. So that's where we're coming from. Now the thing is, is like we, with our kids, we took them to our church. Well, before that even, when we, we decided we were going to get married, neither of us went to church. Yeah. But Which I didn't want to. But I didn't want to get married. Like I felt like I wanted to get married in a church. Well, we were originally going to get married in your family's church. Yeah, where my grandparents used to Catholic, go. I was Catholic light in their eyes. <laughs> yeah, um, that but, was an ordeal. They were they, and then you had been married once before, and you hadn't gotten an annulment, and so they considered you still married at that point. <laughs> and I was like, "Fuck that! I was not married at this point." Yeah. Uh, so they were like, we want to go through the whole bunch of churches. We're going to have to go through these classes. You're going to have to pay money to go through these classes. And, and then, then they uh, wanted you to reach out to your ex and get like her all her personal information and yeah. her address and social security number and like all this stuff. And I was like, well, I haven't talked to that bitch in a while. <sighs> so what happened when she called you back? How'd that go again? They called me up one day about eight months before we were supposed to get married. It was like January, February. And we got married in December. So they called me in like January, February, and they were like, well, you haven't turned in any of the, um, what are you doing? All I hear is like crinkle, 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 crinkle. Sorry, I <laughs> muted my mic on the show so that I could eat a Cadbury cream egg. Because <laughs> they're good. And not a sponsor, but they're good. Sorry, it was very distracting. There was, was another crinkle, reason crinkle, why crinkle, I asked crinkle. you to go ahead and tell this part. Oh, sorry. Anyway. Egg time. <laughs> back to my story um yeah so i got a phone call at work one day and it was a secretary from the church my grandparents church where we wanted to get married and i will be honest and it wasn't anything to do with god or religion or anything the church was absolutely beautiful and it was brand new and i wanted to use it because i knew the pictures would be amazing so that was really my motivation for getting married in that church. But then when they started making us jump through all these hoops, it was getting really upsetting. And so I get this phone call one day in the middle of the day and the lady says, hi, I'm really sorry to have to inform you, but because you haven't provided us with all the necessary documentation, we have canceled your wedding. <laughs> and I said, well, that's fine because I'm still getting married. I'm just Lutheran now. And I hung up on her. So I thought you said we weren't <laughs> going to get married there anyway. And she was like, assuming and like oh my god i'm so sorry it didn't work out oh yeah probably i don't remember i just remember <laughs> saying like i'm lutheran now goodbye and she was like oh what they were oh. like what uh okay like oh anyway so yeah. then again we had our children well we got married at chuck's church because the pastor was pretty cool and said hey you know 
we'll have a little talk and we'll see where you guys. And even though you were, your family were members and they left back in the day, you never officially left. And since even though you haven't seen us in forever, you're still a member of the church. We'll let you have the place for free. Right. And so I was like, wow, we're that's like, really crap. cool. <laughs> and we still end up giving them the amount that they would have charged just right. out of k- kindness. But right. I just they didn't that have really to do cool. that. Right. And he was a nice guy. And he sat with us once and said, you know, oh, yeah, you guys are you guys seem to have it pretty together and you're good to go. Well, so <laughs> I did find that funny. I found that very funny. And when we had to do the little number two pencil survey at the Catholic Church, I was like. <laughs> In separate rooms, and all that stuff. which I thought was hilarious. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. But it's like, like we're going to cheat off each other. Right. Yeah. What'd you say for number 12? <laughs> but that's the thing is it really was really surprising. Like the, the questions that I thought people would have automatically asked beforehand anyway, like how many kids do you plan on having? How many, um, how do you, you plan to raise your porn? children? <laughs> have you had sex before? You know, things like that. And it's like, okay. Um, how are these things not been discussed? And then I'd realize most people probably hadn't discussed a lot of the important factors. So the fact that that test probably did have a meaning for some people that hadn't asked those questions, which just is bizarre to me. But anyway, so we had our kids and with Alex, when he, you know, had the preemie issues and Jenna was in the hospital and stuff, uh, um, well, after we got married, we did start going to church a little bit because we decided that we we did want to have the kids have some sort of a foundation. But I told them all, all from the get-go, too. I said, I have no illusions of church. My history with this church includes womanizing pastors, lesbian people from the outreach program <laughs> that were picking up my mom. You know, I have no illusions. This is a building. There are people coming here. And even them, some of the people in the church that we went to were like, Oh, Jesus will take care of all of it. And I'm like, no, he won't. He's telling me I got to get my shit together. Um, Well, and my whole thing was, okay, maybe it's true. Maybe it's not. At the end of the day, I want to at least say I tried to do something to make sure my kids were protected. (laughs) Well, I want them to have that background, too. Right. The knowledge, at least as a foundation. Right. But in any case, so then we had a real close attachment to a female pastor who showed up when we needed her for Alex at the hospital. Yeah, that was amazing. And we really cared about her. And then she basically kind of got screwed over by the new pastor that came in. And while I didn't have a problem with the the male pastor that came in, there was a lot of uh, contention and aggression in the church that just doesn't belong there. Right. And even though I don't have an illusion of the place, there's still a, a certain amount of was modicum of respect. What's the word? Oh, modicum. For? Yeah. Modicum that one. Yeah. Respect. Of respect that you would expect out of a church. And right. they were just, it was cutthroat. There was like factions forming. Yeah. It was pretty bad. Ones that agree with her, ones that agree with him. You know, I'm on, I'm on team T, you know, so forth. And even between Jen and I, I was like, I can understand if the male pastors want the, who is the lead is wanting to change the direction of the church, then he has some expectation that they should follow it. Um, it was just a very um, um, emotion mixed with passion, mixed with, it was crazy. So that caused a lot of exodus, and we just kind of quit going at that point. Like I said, I was on church council and stuff, and I was just kind of like, I don't, um, seeing how everything's cooked is just not as much. Well, and I didn't really feel like I fit anywhere because, again, 
I was either too young or too old. And so no. there was never anywhere for me to like really go. I don't know. And, and so both kids were baptized Lutheran. Um, but by the time Gabby was three or four, we had stopped going there. Yeah. And a lot of our desire for the kids is we want them to learn about all religions. Right. We want them to learn about Hindu. We want them to learn about Buddhism, you know, Muslim, Judaism, everything Judaism. and ask questions. Yeah. And we want them to kind of because we don't believe we personally don't believe anyone's got the answer. No. Everyone's got a piece of the answer. And yep. the one thing that's common among all religions is don't be an asshole. Pretty much. So, you know, um, that's basically what we're teaching our kids now. In the same respect that and also in our religions, you know, I believe the line is if you want to share about your religion. If someone asks you where your background is, you should share it with them. But I don't believe you should be in their face. My stepdad's Mormon, and, of course, he believes that everybody should go on missions and kind of, like, be up in their face about, like, hey, if somebody talked to you about Jesus' table? Nobody has. And I'm good with that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I told my, ma- yeah. my, I told my pastor one time, he was telling us about this mission where they were going to, like, the Congo or something. They were, you know, show up on this nice, pretty boat. And I said, here's my problem. Of all religious movements. If you show up to an area and you say, hey, I've got all this table with all these food and clothing and stuff like that. And if we are here with a religious group and if you're interested in what that religion is, there's a guy on the corner table over there that will talk to you about it. But what we are here for is to give you food and clothing. Right. I would have no problem with that. No, that's fair. Come get what you need. And if there's something you want to know more about, feel free to stick around. The problem I have is when people show up in the name of Christianity or any other religion and saying, here's food and drink if you take our book with you. Right. But first, it's like right. uh, it's like you've won an all-expense-paid vacation, but four hours of your day is going to be listening to why you should buy fractional housing. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So that's that's the thing, as I told my pastor and I told Jenna, I was very upset because I'm like... I got really annoyed at the presentation. This person saying like how you should help contribute so they can do these missions. I said, you know how many cultures and civilizations have been destroyed in the yep. name of Christianity. Christianity. Yeah, and there's been and also other religions, but mostly Christianity is the ones where they show up and said, "Does anybody talk to you about Jesus today?" Right. And it's just, uh, I find it exactly the opposite of what. I think a religion, any religion would want someone to do. Right. Now, granted, all religions have it written in that we have to spread our word. But I don't think... I, have, I feel like that's a man-made thing, though. Because I think that's the man-made it's, part. It's, it's in our nature to be competitive, right? And so if I feel this one way, well, I'm going to do everything I can to make sure as many people feel the same way because I think I'm better than you. And I have to group up. Right. And... If I can be louder, then mm-hmm. I win. Right. And that's the only that's the one of the biggest problems I have with Catholicism especially is that there is a holier than thou attitude that 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 church takes that I feel like, no, that's not you know, you're not better than me. Right. And in fact that's you know, part of the reason why we're the next topic. Uh, part of this topic was politics as far as the if I'm louder and I feel like I have a bitter group, then I am right. Right. 
And that's, or left. <laughs> that's one thing. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Dump bump. Oh, wait. Where's the sound effect I give you? There you go. <laughs> Jenna has buttons now. Yay. <laughs> so that's the thing is that my political background, now I'm not going to tell you. Okay, so here's the thing. I don't hate Trump. I don't love Trump. Um, I have a clearance, and therefore when everything with Hillary was going down, I was angry at Hillary just because. I would be so much in jail. Plus, her politics I don't necessarily agree with. Now, a lot of my friends and everything would think that I am right, that I'm very right, like extreme right. But I've taken online tests that say I'm pretty middle. Um, <laughs> and also, my stances on things are very much libertarian. I believe that you should be able to do whatever the hell you want. The government should never be allowed to tell you you can't do what you want. And the government should stay the hell out of my daily life. Um, yep. And that's basically, you know, if you want to have an abortion, go get an abortion. If you want to marry somebody else, you want to marry a dog. I don't care. It doesn't affect me. As long as love you're a who good you want to love, bang who you want to bang, just treat everybody with respect. Exactly. And the thing is, is that's kind of my political background. And Jenna's kind of, I don't know how much you want to give on your political background. I did not vote for Trump. I did not vote for Hillary. I did vote, but it was for neither one of them. Um, so some say my vote didn't count, but whatever. Um, <laughs> I um, grew up in, primarily in California in a very democratic, liberal environment, and I still have a lot of those same views. Um, but when I was graduating from high school, I was living with a very conservative couple, um, and so I got a good dose of reality is what I felt like mixed in with some other viewpoints that I hadn't seen before. Um, I was going to say, I'd be careful with using the word reality. I would say a different well, viewpoint than you had been exposed to. It, I felt at that time that my eyes had been opened. I felt like okay. I was just blindly agreeing because that was what I was supposed to do. Right. And... Um, I hadn't really formed my own opinion until it was brought to my attention. Like, well, it was, it was like, a, you know, that would get either or scenarios. Okay. So what if this happened versus what if this happened? And then I realized like, Oh, I've been thinking kind of backwards. Um, and so on some things, not all things. Um, and then I had been dragged to a couple of marches and stuff, um, by my mom when she was very involved in her church and I didn't like being there. And, I felt like I had to pretend like everything was fine and, oh, yeah, I agree with you. But in reality, like, I felt like I was, well, this is none of my business. You should just leave people alone. Right. Now, as far as the politics and reality, again, as far as being libertarian, I believe um, I'm kind of constitutionalist as well. I believe Personally, I believe in the Second Amendment. I should believe. I personally believe you should be able to have whatever the government would have, because the true purpose of the Second Amendment isn't to hunt a bear. It's not to hunt a deer. It is to right. stand up and overthrow government should it need to be overthrown. And um, I feel like you should be allowed to worry. own what you want to own within reason. There's no reason for you to have no a tank. tank. No <laughs> yeah, tank. No there's nukes. no reason for you to have a tank. Um, and I used to have a strict I don't want any guns in my house mentality until I came into a situation where Chuck wasn't home. He was out of town 
and the back door hadn't been secured properly, but I didn't know that. And so now, I went into Let the- me make clear, too. She had previously been fighting me about having a twenty two from when my I was a kid. My dad taught me to shoot on it. And it's a twenty two. You know, it, it does its, its like best job at gun. killing rabbits and squirrels. <laughs> now, it can still kill you if you, like, well. shoot somebody a bunch. But um, <laughs> it's got very tiny bullets. And it, uh, it it's basically... It's a glorified BB gun. Oh, it'll, it, it'll hurt more than that, but yeah. Okay. It, uh, a shot to the head, we kill somebody. All right. But the thing is that it's it's not anything huge. Um, and I told her, I was like, look, I just want it because my dad taught me to shoot on it. And she's like, well, you can't have any bullets on it in the house. I'm like, I'll put the bullets separate. How's that? She's like, no, 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 I don't want any guns. And I'm like, okay, so we were arguing on it. And then... After this trip, I found out, go ahead. I'm gone. I'm away. You're in the house. (laughs) I went down to the basement, and the back door was standing wide open. And I never go outside. I never go out the back door. And at this time, he was smoking. And I believe what happened was he didn't latch it properly, and we'd had some wind. And it blew open, unbeknownst to me. But when I went downstairs, the kids were all asleep. They were very young. And it was like 1130 at night and I was going to do some laundry and I was alone in the house and I freaked out. And then I freaked out because (laughs) my first thought was, oh, my God, I wish I had a gun because I didn't know if there was someone in my house. And you better damn sure believe that I'm going to do whatever I can to protect my kids if someone's going to come attack us. So he came home and now what I ended up doing was going and getting a huge kitchen knife and kind of stabbing the air around me before I walked into the room and I felt like a total dork, but I didn't know what else to do. <laughs> um, and it was fine. It was just the wind and I locked up and everything was fine after that. But when he came home and I told him what happened, um, I think I you was were, surprised. Yeah. I was shocked because prior to that, you had the kind of that fear like your mom's got, like it's, it's going to jump out and shoot you. Right. And it was funny because my son, he just on his own, loves nerf guns like ridiculously loves loves nerf guns and i told him something happened he's like well it's not like it's gonna jump out and shoot you it's just a gun and i started laughing because i'm like i've never i've made sure not to give him my opinion on these things and many people be like well it's your job to teach him these things and here's my viewpoint is i will tell him how i believe on some things as far as politics we don't tell our kids who we vote for we don't want them to know that stuff yet. We, I don't personally believe in taking your kids to events for politics or religious activism or any sort of activism at this time. And the reason why is because they've got plenty of time to be stressed out, to be worried about religious or political views. Right. I want them right now to know the difference between right and wrong to know how they should treat people and how they should be treated. And my feeling is their political views and religious views, hopefully will form based off of the difference of right and wrong and how you should treat people and their personal experiences, not based on me giving them a specific party line or religious line or a name of a religion. 
And now, it's funny. A lot of people were freaked out when I mentioned that to them. They're like, what do you mean you're not going to teach them you know, to be Republican yeah. or That Democrat. doesn't mean we're not talking to them about the issues and what it means to be a Republican, a Democrat, a Catholic, a Lutheran, a Muslim, a Jew. It's, right. It, it, we're providing them with the information without any bias. Right. We're not telling and them you should go this way or that way. This is how this person feels. This is how this person feels. This is how this person is, you know, politically. This is what they're saying. This is what it means, you know, when they're asking about um, the president. And, well, that was, I guess, more so Alex recently because he's, yeah. he was older as, when Trump got elected. Um, and people were a lot more voice uh we have some friends in your family that we're not friends with anymore. We don't talk to anymore because they're not crazy friends, but they're actual yeah. family members. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've had some friends that, and I usually don't unfriend anybody because I love debating with people. People don't like to debate though. They like to argue and cry and whine. Right. I'm like, just give me the facts. I'd like to discuss it with you. And people can't do that anymore. But the thing is that, what annoys me is I've got a lot of we've got a lot of friends around the neighborhood that tell their kids, oh, this person, Trump sucks because of this, um, whoever sucks because of this, whoever sucks because of that. And I'm like, we're playing a game the other night. And like I said, I did vote for Trump. Um, I did not. Basically, just <laughs> as but at the same time, doesn't matter. Things are going pretty good right now. Um, in my opinion, my own. My own feeling is, but I don't have a reason to hate the person and I'm not going to hate somebody just because a bunch of people told you you should say you should hate somebody. Yeah. Um, and that's one thing that really surprises me is how many people are like, you should hate him because we do. And when you ask some of the people, well, why do you hate them? And they're like, well, because this, this and this. And you're like, well, this part isn't true. Now, why do you hate them? And I'm like, well, because, you know, he's bad. <laughs> like, Okay. So you haven't really given me any reason. Well, he's just bad, so we don't like him. I'm like, okay. I am so getting off topic. I'm getting a little bit off topic, but my point is what annoys me is my daughter, we're playing um, a game last night, Drawful, and uh, you don't know Jack. We're playing it on TV because Gabby's been really wanting a game night. And she says something about a blah, 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 something Trump. And I'm like, Ugh. Well, with the first one, we let it go. And then the second one, she said something again. She was trying to be funny. She's trying to be you know, smart, and she knows about Trump. And I'm like, and she's nine. Just to refresh your memory, she's nine. And I'm like, I'm like, Gabby, where did you hear about that? And she's like, well, blah, blah, blah. And at school, it, the parents are so bad that their kids are running around hating on Trump, and they don't even know anything. I said, well, here's the thing. I said, the kids you go to school with, they're stupid. Kids are kids. They don't know anything. They're just listening to what their parents say. And their parents may have a legitimate reason for the, how they feel about things. And I that's said, but, fine. And that's fine. I said, but don't teach your kids. So if you're a parent out there and you don't like Trump or you do like Trump or whatever it is, that's fine. Let your kid be a kid, please. Let them leave other kids alone. We have They have plenty of time to argue about politics. Um. And basically, I just told my daughter, I was like, well, you don't personally know any reason not to like him, do you? And she's like, uh, no. And I was like, and do you know him personally? Have you met him? She's like, no. I said, would it be nice to make fun and hate somebody that you don't know? And she's like, well, no. I said, then why would it be acceptable now? She's like, oh, yeah, sorry. And and that was my point to her. I was like, if you don't know anything firsthand, you know, don't spread 
hate for anybody. I don't care who it is. If it's Trump or not, don't spread hate for somebody that you don't know. Right. And that's the thing is for with our kids, we're just like, we don't want to. Now, our kids are not naive. As Jenna was saying, we do tell them the constructs of political systems, of how the government works. We do let them know when we're going to vote. We do take them with us to vote. Yep, so they can see the process. But we don't tell them who we're voting for. And when they ask us, we're like, that's my business, not yours. You have plenty of time to worry about it later. And again, you each, everybody do what they do on their own. But at the same time, I don't see the value of taking a kid to a political rally. And they always will show the kids at political rallies of any kind. Left, right, for guns, not against, you know, not for guns. Um, I guess they wouldn't take kids to an abortion rally. Probably not. Oh. <laughs> Would they? Uh, I was at a pro-life. I mean, pro-life I can see definitely they would yeah. bring kids. But to a pro-choice, you wouldn't be like, let's bring our babies to talk about pro-choice, would you? wouldn't put it past anybody okay just curious um and again for the record i'm pro whatever the hell you want but um but again like what are you expecting your kid to learn at this thing because i can tell you right now as a 12 year old girl standing in a pro-life march that i really didn't understand why i was there right you know i had no idea that you know 20 years from that point i would be sitting there trying to decide whether or not to have an abortion that's a whole other episode (laughs) well we do we have it written down our list yes i know but again it's like i i don't know it was like what was the whole point of me being there i it wasn't explained to me yeah and and even though it was like well they're murdering babies like okay but when you say stuff like that like i'm picturing somebody taking a kid out of a crib and stabbing him to death yeah you know, like, <laughs> and again, um, we're kind of, a, we're both in that vein as far as do what you want to do. But yeah, when you're a kid and you don't fully understand the world and you don't fully understand what the norm is, then you're not going to understand when, why the significance of whatever activism thing you're going to, right. um, even when it comes to like that, the, you know, oh, well, that's because that's how we believe because. God says all life is precious and, you know, that Jesus wouldn't want you to, to, to murder and murder is wrong. And all. that doesn't answer the question, you know, right. like, cause that, that makes, for me, I thought like these women were just walking around murdering their babies. Like I didn't realize, right. <laughs> you know. Well, and the other thing that, the thing that drives me the most nuts is, um, when they show, Kids like when they had the Sandy Hook and they showed all these kids going to active rallies and stuff like that for um, gun control. And then you also have kids going for, you know, Second Amendment rights. Right. The kids also don't understand the ones at gun control events. I understand they had an event. I guarantee if there was a school shooting and something major happened and my kid was involved, I would probably become the biggest activist there ever is. I understand that is definitely going to be a uh, definitely creates hypocrisy. Um, that being said, I also understand that you got to look at the people that have been directly involved with that and look at them as saying they're of course going to be passionate about this topic. They've been directly affected and therefore are not the expert on the topic to, that I should be listening to. They have a biased point of view. Um, 
and basically my point is, is like they show these rallies and stuff like that and they show the kids and the kids that are at the rallies for the gun control because they just experienced an issue that's the out of the norm situation don't understand the other side of the issue of why guns in some cases have saved lives and so forth and they don't have that knowledge and then on the other foot playing the opposite side of this topic you have people that are at you know second light or a gun right issue um rallies that don't understand what it's like to be at the mercy of some, uh, of an evil actor with a gun an so activist, yeah. well no a person that's an evil actor that is has evil intentions with a gun oh, pointing oh, oh, at your oh. face yeah, yeah. you know the ones that have been traumatized but they all are 100%. They each think they're 100% right. And that's the problem is people will watch these people, the rallies, and listen to what they're saying. Well, they're not listening to the fact that these people have a very biased point of view and aren't looking at things logistically from both sides. So I don't want my kids in any way, shape, or form being at an event that's so one-sided. Well, we don't want them to do that with anything. I think our big thing is right. for them to just always question everything. Right. And why is why is it they're doing this? Why is it that this is being made to be an issue? And what is the reason that what we currently do isn't answering it? You know, kind of because also we're we're kind of teaching them that. Um. We are teaching them to look at things independently and not just what other people are screaming. Right. Because that can be very dangerous and get results that you were not wanting or expecting. Yeah. So, for example, I always say the story of, like, in California, there was a lady that the, uh, she wanted the three strikes law for California because, of, you know, all these evil things that were happening and people getting shot and stuff like that. And she was thinking in her mind and she even went to rallies and took her son with her to these rallies to get the laws passed for a three strike law. Right. Law gets passed. Her son ends up years later going to jail for what is it? 20 or 25 years for three strikes. I don't know. It's something like that in California, 20 or 25 years, because he wrote three bad sets of bad checks. Mm-hmm. And she didn't realize that the law she was looking to pass did not specify violent offenders. Right. And her son ended up going to jail. And she's like, well, I didn't, you know, I fought for this law and I didn't think of that. And that's the problem I have is when people are so reactionary to things and they think we need to make big changes, but they're not looking at what the side effects could be. So we always have the, we're kind of teaching the kids to kind of look at things objectively and say, why is this needed? Do we need, what do we need to do? And I'm hoping when I was telling one lady, uh, we were talking a while ago and I said, I don't, we don't teach the kids who we follow religiously or, or I'm sorry, politically. We don't teach them how we feel about that. We teach them between right and wrong. And she's like, well, how are they going to know what to do when they grow up? I said, I'm going to have to have faith. And Jenna's going to have to have faith in ourselves that we taught them enough, the right, the wrong, that they'll make those choices correctly. Right. And then it's kind of unnerving. hopefully they will have seen our example of, you know, this is what we, you know, we, we are accepting, we are open-minded, we, 
are willing to have discussions and hear the other side of, you know, of an argument or a debate or whatever. We're not just, no, this is how it is, period. Right. So in any case, my my recommendation and that's how we do it. My recommendation request of all other parents is leave your kids at home. You go all the rallies and stuff you want, but let them be kids for now. And you can tell them why you're going and what you're doing and why you believe that way. Yeah. You know, like I feel like you have to have that communication and, you know, same thing with, you know, well, why why aren't we going to this rally or why aren't we standing up for X, Y, and Z? Well, because... We feel that this is the issue and, you know, da 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 Yeah. And that's the other thing, too, is, like, you've got a lot of kids that don't fully understand all the dynamics. and I know, think some adults don't fully understand everything. They just get swept up in the mob true. mentality. And, you know, oh, well, everybody's wearing a pink hat. I got to wear one, too. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Well, I think, and also then it's, like, times, like, if you say you're going to be here, like that's one thing that with with the women's march that really upset me for some is that uh, there was a lot of women that got turned away when they showed up because they're like, well, you're not, you know, um, they showed up and they were like, we're women, we agree with you, strong women, but they had pro life stuff on or they had Trump stuff on and they got turned away and they're like, well, you're not here for that. And they're like, this is pro women, not these no, other women. <laughs> there weren't. Yeah, it wasn't saying liberal women it was saying women right. women's march and we're here for the women's march and they're like yeah you're not the ones we want here <laughs> like yeah, oh that's, crap that's that's why i have a problem with these marches and stuff a lot of the times is because they've gotten away from what they used to be yeah they used to you say know, like we are in, here for back this in the day like they're 100 percent. you know with the um segregation and other you know uh, civil rights and all that stuff like they had that for them to mobilize to be heard they had to do that there was no choice no one else was yeah. fighting for them you know and i feel like it's gotten away from that it's gotten just as a way to to get headlines yeah because yeah, you definitely don't need to gather in person to get messages shared anymore you right. know well that's one thing too though it's like if they were to say Liberal people that hate liberal females, okay, liberal cis females that hate Trump, um, that are pro-light or pro-choice, blah, blah, blah. If they were to put the actual group of people that they wanted to show up, then nobody would take them seriously because they're like, they're extremely that's, sectionalized. That's, that's, yeah, now you're... Now but you're it's much stronger to say... people, just women. Women's March, like all of us are together. All of us feel the same way. And if that's what you think, then you need to let it be open to every right. woman. But you can't not sit every here and woman think, feels the same way. So that's why I feel right. like people used to get together for the common cause, and now it's it's for your cause. Right. So that's it was. And in any case, back to the the topic is just so let my kids not have to worry about it. Keep your religious and your um religious and political uh, politics to your adults to other adults if you're a teacher you have no business in saying anything but positive things about the president i know in school regardless of who he is yeah i know in school we had a lot of parents that did not like reagan um that did like reagan everything like that but never do i recall ever 
did anything for or against the president ever come out in my elementary years? Ever. Yeah. Like, that used to not be... I don't, even remember, I don't even remember in high school anybody talking about Bush or Clinton. It Positively was, it or was, negatively. It was always just the president, mm-hmm. X, Y, and Z. The president, X, Y, and Z. It was never like, oh, this fucking idiot. Right. <laughs> it was just the facts. <laughs> And that, and that's the thing too, is I, I just, you know, in my, I want to try to make sure to give our kids just the facts and let them based on what we've taught them as good or bad or things like that, they can determine whether or not the things that they're hearing at the time is good or bad. Right. Um, we're, we're teaching them to be independent thinkers that can have their own opinions and they will be able to operate in the real world. And to do that, we need to let them not mindlessly repeat what we do right and speaking of that that is one reason why even though um so next week we're going to be discussing and we're during this week going to still be doing some homework to break down between us you know what kind of went down during our non-boring weekend um one thing that i hope is that by doing these recordings another reason besides just getting to spend some time with jenna i think you're too far away Oh, probably. Sorry. Let me recap that just in case. <laughs> so the thing is, instead of just... um, So next week we're going to do a recap of kind of what broke down and the kind of problems we were having last weekend that made it not boring. Um, We do want to cover... Oh, my brain just went down once last weekend. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Oh, another... <laughs> sorry. Another point that I was looking forward to of the reason why we want to keep these recordings going as well. The issue that we're breaking apart and we're working on is a strong, difficult issue that we've been fighting with for a while and not communicating well. And we never par- said we were perfect. <laughs> right. And, well, I think also another part that I, is because our ability to get better at communicating has been more recent. Right. Like, we've always worked through and we've had decent communication but we've had a whole other level of communication recently um and probably this issue would have kept it was an underlying thing that i don't even think we were realizing was still that much of an issue until i drank too much which we'll discuss more next week too but the key is is that this is definitely a thing that our kids will be able to look back on one day and kind of hear how we resolve some things. And that hopefully we'll be able to say, besides it being a good time for me to get to sit and chat with you and for us to work on things and discuss yeah, each other's like opinion a, on things. It's like an audio history of the kids can say like, Oh, that's why they did what they did. Right. And it's an, it, I was thinking of that this week is it'll be kind of cool. Cause it's like an auto diary. Yeah. Audio diary that we can give them. Um, and I thought that was really special when I was thinking about that this week. That's why Something before we started the this recording, we were thinking about like, oh, I don't know if we should be recording this week. And that's why Jen was like, let's just move on to a different topic this week and we'll come back on when we're ready to discuss it more openly. And we figure out, you know, kind of where things lie. Um, so we're going to work on that this week. And But I, I did enjoy the fact of thinking besides getting to spend time with you, we're also leaving something for our kids to to uh, get to sit here and learn of. Yep. So um, I think that, that, that pretty much That's wraps that. that up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> got to do the voice thing this coming week. I got to work on the test out the new keyboard this week. 
So another thing that we've been trying to do with the kids is to, um, I've been trying to spend more time with Gabby because God love her. She, Alex and I, he's always like, hey, daddy, let's play this game. And I'm like, hey, Alex, you want to play this game and stuff like that. And Gabby just kind of goes off and does her own thing and doesn't say anything and doesn't get nasty. She just wants to play with people. And then if she, nobody's doing anything and she just goes and does her own thing, which is amazing. But at the same time, um, would you say she lets herself get overlooked or no? How would you put that? Mm, I don't think she lets herself get overlooked. I just think she she's like, oh, well, they're doing their thing. They're doing their thing. All right. Well, whatever. And, you know, maybe she'll ask. Maybe she won't. And she'll just go. She's always entertained herself. Right. It's never been a problem. So it's not like she's in her room sulking. Right. She's just, well, they were doing this. I didn't want to bother so-and-so. I'll just go do my own thing. But so we went ahead and she, I was like, hey, I want to do something. And she's like, oh, let's play Roblox. And I was like, okay. So, and we did. We played a little bit of Roblox. But I'm like, you, we don't have to do anything on the computer. I'm trying to make sure they know I'm willing to do things that aren't necessary, things that are my things. Because I have an issue with that's the way my dad was. The only time I could ever spend time is if it was something he wanted. So I'm making an effort to be like, no, tell me something that's not computer related. Unfortunately, both my kids love playing on the computer. So I'm never going to have the clear line of whether or not we're doing something they want to do or something they feel they're doing <laughs> for me. But at least we're trying. Um, and we're trying not to repeat some of the issues of the past, including. Um, and that's one thing that's really hard is to look at how we're like our parents and make that analogy and go, Oh my God, I am. So I need to work on that and change it. Right. So some of that stuff happened last week. We'll discuss next week. Uh, but that's the part I wanted to say. So another thing in the recap, besides the things that went negatively last weekend, things that did go positively was our friends, uh, Jeff and Mandy. Well, we're not usually going to say names. We're going to usually say J and M, but Jeff and Mandy's fine in this case. It was her birthday. And she's like our only listener. <laughs> and apparently she loves photo booths. So us sneaking the photo booth to her party was amazing. And um, they yes. had a great time. And that's where the seven beers and the bottle of wine came in. Um, but we'll discuss that more next week. As far <laughs> as her party goes, her party went amazing. Um, Jeff sang Guns N' Roses. No, Bon Jovi. Bon that Jovi. That was their thing. To her. Okay. And her look of surprise was so awesome. We had a great time and um, got to spend time with them again, hoping they move back into the area. Yes. So we can spend more time with them again. They're that they're a couple that's kind of at the same phase of life of us with having the kids and you know being the married couple with the kid at home and about our age. So that's good. But in any case, that was one thing that was great about last weekend. Uh, was getting to spend time with them, and uh, her party was pretty awesome. So, yeah. All right, well, I think that about wraps it up for this week, and we will be back next week with a very unboring story. <laughs> very unboring story. <laughs> and and uh, we will see you then, or hear you then. Damn it. <laughs> All right. Bye. Bye.